Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. everybody all right welcome welcome back to from the outside looking in uh normally we talk about a show about nothing or whatever or um you know camping whatever the topic is uh but uh today uh as is uh, almost custom in every uh episode of from the outside looking in i want to give a shout out to our main man sweet lou um for no apparent reason other than you know Sweet Lou, you're in our thoughts, bud. Uh, both of us uh, here at From the Outside Looking In uh, send nothing but love to you, man. And uh, yeah, shouts to Sweet Lou. Yeah, shouts to Rand McNally. Fucking shouts to Lucifer. Shouts to Frenchie. Shouts to you, bud. Um, so yeah, but other than that, hey, fucking welcome to uh, From the Outside Looking In. Uh, we are uh, once again one of those uh, rare occasions uh, where fucking uh, we are in studio. Um, I am your host, Andy Liascos, with me as always the, uh, let's go with um, the, let's see. Uh, the Basil Rathbone to my <laughs> Nigel Bruce, Mr. Hey, Patrick Banis, man. Hey, we're in Full Spectrum Studios. We are in Full Spectrum we're Studios. Live. We're live in the studio, hanging out. Pat's uh, putting my life at risk. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, no, Pat, you were in town um, doing some things. Doing some sports things. Yeah, with going some to buddies. Flyers game and, yeah. uh, you know, social distancing, being responsible. Uh, that kind of shit. Masking up. Masking up. Fucking masks up. Being baby. told to mask up. Hell yeah. Gotta gotta be told to mask up for sure, right? It's a, it's an important thing. Um, but yeah, so Pat was in town and uh, we decided we were actually gonna do a, a really random um outside <sighs> yeah. campground uh kind of I was gonna run the, cables out the window the and we we're gonna record outside chat. by the fireside chat. <laughs> we're gonna do a fireside <laughs> chat. Uh but it is a little rainy here in Downingtown, Pennsylvania today. Ah. So, uh, although I was a hundred percent willing to do this outside, I was not willing to sacrifice, you know, like a few hundred dollars worth of equipment in the rain and risk that. Right. So, yeah. uh, yeah. um, so yeah, we're in the studio, we're in the basement here. Um, just chilling, hanging out, uh, got a little bit of the, uh, NHL channel on, you know, like, why not? And, uh, uh, the Flyers win that game? Uh, they're still playing right now. Oh, my God. Well, didn't you go to the Flyers game? Like I went to the Flyers game yesterday at, like, noon. Yeah, did they, they win? And they lost 6-3. <laughs> um, I mean, their defense is really bad. Yeah, yeah, they're really bad. Really atrocious on defense, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, like, airheaded on yeah, defense. right. And, uh, and Carter Hart can only do so much, for sure. Um, Carter Hart was out, didn't play. Okay. Um, he hasn't been playing that great anyway, to lower be honest body, with you. Lower body injury uh, Thursday in Pittsburgh. Um, got back. Uh, was a was warming up and then decided he couldn't give it a go. Okay, so, right. um, yeah, 
Yeah. Fucking, and the second yeah, Islanders fly are still zero zero right now, so that's great. They're staying in it. They're staying in it. They're staying. Are which, they are, are they are they still in playoff contention at uh, all? No, they're like eight points behind for the last uh, spot. There's no chance. Okay, yeah, gotcha. they're, they're not good enough. They don't deserve it. So the Hawks are in a battle with the Nashville Predators right now for the last spots. They're uh, two points behind the Preds. Um, Sounds appropriate. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Predators lost last night. The Hawks won. Um, they lost to Detroit the other day, which they really, really shouldn't have. Um, but they did. Then they beat Detroit for nothing yesterday. But if they wouldn't have done that, they would have been tied, right, and not been two points behind. Because I think they went into the stretch four points behind. But like this, what like is is it next week's the last week of hockey? I think. Oh, I honestly don't know. I think yeah. it's the last week of the regular season, and I th- or, or it's the, the second to the last week of the re- regular season. It's coming up pretty soon here, um, and. I think the Hawks play the Predators three times. Wow. Um, so it's going to be a big series. The Hawks have not played the Predators well this season at all. Uh, so now is the time to definitely do so if possible. Right. So Sports. Sports and stuff. That's what we do here at, from the outside looking also, in. Also, uh, sticking to sports, what do you think about Jake Paul, KO, Ben, ben Askren. Askren? Yeah. What do you think uh, about that? I think, uh, you know, Askren's chin's gone. Uh, I, I think, uh, but I mean, at the same time, like, you know, when when you look at it, Jake Paul has fought nobodies, right, for sure. Nate Robinson's a basketball player. Yeah, he right, fought right. Him. So this is his first fighter that he's ever fought. And yeah. Askren, Askren, although an elite level wrestler, right, and submission guy, like his, his jiu-jitsu is very good. His striking's not that good, right? Okay. So, you know, like he's never been yeah. a striker. He's Yikes. actually a terrible striker. Um, and you know, uh, Jake Paul's a big dude, right? Is he? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. He's definitely bigger than Askren. And, uh, you know, Askren's, you know, what last fight was getting, you know, knocked the fuck out by Jorge Masvidal with flying knee. Right. Like, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I wanted Askren to win. I like Askren, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I always liked him as a fighter. Um, definitely don't want him to see him, you know, lose to a, a YouTube star, but still, he's a YouTube star that's it's a big guy that's been taking, you know, the uh, art of boxing, uh, you know, seriously. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I mean, you know, now, you know, I think uh, Logan Paul or Jake Paul's talking about fighting Conor McGregor. Like, McGregor would fuck you up, dude. Like, uh, no, he's just trying to get paid. Yeah, for sure. He's trying to get some of that Conor McGregor shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was disappointing, uh, but in my mind, not necessarily unexpected. Okay. Yeah. You know I mean, All right. Uh, because again, Ben Askren is a terrible striker. One of the worst strikers <laughs> in MMA. One of the really like just the, one of the last guys out there that is like a, a, a an extremely one dimensional fighter. You know what I mean? Like wow. like really uh, amazing wrestling, amazing pressure, and did really really well. Uh, for himself in that aspect um but you know the game evolves i mean even more so than like say connor who's a one-dimensional fighter who's primarily a striker right like connor's still able to address a shot and yeah. you know what i mean do so you know i mean even when he fought khabib uh <clears throat> he was still you know at least initiating a scramble like you know khabib fucking worked him and dominated him right but oh yeah for khabib sure is like next level fucking wrestling you know what i mean um the level of wrestling that Khabib brings is different than the level of boxing that Jake Paul brings to the table, right? But unfortunate. I definitely wanted Jake Paul to get fucking worked, but that didn't happen. 
Yeah. All right. It's not going to happen until he fights somebody that's uh, a, a legitimate fighter, a uh, yeah. boxer of some uh, yeah, sort. A, yeah, a legitimate striker. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, you know, it, it, it wouldn't matter if it was Conor McGregor or, you know, I mean, fucking Eddie Alvarez would fuck right. him up. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But, yep. Fucking look at the rat. Look at Brad Marchand. Yeah. Fucking 23 goals this season. That's pretty impression. And pretty impressive. Caps win 6-3 yesterday. Caps lose 6-3 today. Mm-hmm. Also, F the Caps. Is it F the Caps or F the Bruins? Like, which are you? Oh, Fs. Everybody gets Fs. Everybody gets Fs. Fs. You're, you're a true Flyers fan. <laughs> Just fucking. Fs. Yeah. <laughs> F this guy. <laughs> Crazy? Come on. F him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking. It's so funny. Fucking. Uh, whenever I see names like Krejci and and stuff like that, I'm always re- reminded uh, reminded of that uh, that Saturday Night Live skit skit with um, with uh, Chance the Rapper. No, oh, I don't know what that is. Oh my god, it's one of the funniest fucking skits. It? Oh, it's so amazing. Chance the Rapper, fucking underratedly funny. Okay, all and, right. <clears throat> and then Chance the Rapper took this skit and like went out and did a bunch of other shit like in the NHL with it. But uh, it was basically like the uh, it, it was a Rangers home game. Right. And the Rangers like uh, uh, on ice announcer was like out having a baby. So like the guy that normally uh, did the um, uh, the Knicks game was filling in for him. And that was Chance the Rapper. And he he was like, uh, yeah, it was just funny. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, uh, uh, Marcus, how's it going down there? He's like, oh, uh, in word. Cold, Bob. I, I'm really, really cold right now. Yeah. Oh man. And then he's like, uh, he's like, and you know, um, it's crazy that uh, the one dude on the Rangers is having such game because I don't know what his name is. It's got like thirty letters in it. None of them are vowels, right? <laughs> and then they had like, they had some actor playing. Um, what's the guy's name? I forget his name, right? Uh, but yeah, he's like, yo, my man. And he's like, let, 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 turn around, second. And he's like, all right, that's an S, a K, and a J all next to each other. So that's a no. <laughs> he's like, and so, but the biggest uh, catchphrase out of that was, uh, you know, like, you know, like they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> so there's a, if, you, hockey. if you if you uh, just uh, YouTube, let's do that hockey, you'll get a whole bunch of things <laughs> like him. Uh, 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 Interviewing uh, PK Subban and okay. stuff like that, and like Austin Matthews, right? All right. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's really funny. Nice. It's it's definitely it's it's one of my favorite things. But Pat, other than hockey and other shit uh, and uh, all of that, well, what's going on in the world today, bud? I mean, what isn't going on in the world today? To be honest, right? Um, I have to. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, and I admit defeat. Sure. But uh, I have to uh, I have to now agree with uh, Vaz, friend of the show. Mm, Shouts to Vaz. Um, We are on. uh, Oh, yeah. I'll show you this. Okay. we're on. We're on the omnibus train. We're on the omnibus. Ooh, the Punisher omnibus. Ooh, the Moon Knight omnibus. So I just I kind of caved and I was like. I want to read some of these things, and the best way to do it is is really just to get 
the hardcover like omnibus. Yeah, edition. instead of trying to hunt all these individual right, like, issues. Look at this this yeah. is no joke. Yeah, that's the, awesome. The Moon Knight edition is all of like the first couple dozen appearances before his own solo comic. That's awesome. And so it's all of these weird appearances, like a bunch of black and white stuff that showed up in the Hulk magazine. Um, oh, so it's all these like one-offs. Yeah. These one oh, yeah, shots yeah, too. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So it's like to get all of that stuff together, it would take forever and it would be really expensive. Um, and I just was able to, you know, talk this down a little bit into a, like a, a less pricey range, but this is like, you know, this is quote unquote volume one. It's like a couple hundred pages. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beefy book. Yeah. yeah. Um I I got a little bit into Bill Bilkin- Kevich's um artwork. Okay. Um I just picked up in addition to this the uh New Mutants um on a bus volume. Nice one. Nice. Um so which it's all this uh Sienkiewicz art, which is just really like the pages are just blown out like there's no structure at all. And he's just doing like, you know, page wide, just, you know, scenes, um, really interesting stuff. Um, so I wanted to check that out and see. And it was just the same thing, like to buy it all, like to buy the singular issues is just takes so long. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? It's 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 fucking hell on earth. Yeah. Right. Right. And then sure. this is the this is the Punisher um, <clears throat> Garth Ennis first volumes of stuff nice uh, from the Marvel Knights um, series the um, uh, what's this dude's um, Steve Dillon not mm. a fan of the artwork not a fan of the Steve Dillon um, I like Steve Dillon actually so I like Steve Dillon as a cover artist okay and he works a lot with Garth Ennis uh, so like all the uh, preacher stuff is all Steve Dillon right um, and uh, he did a lot, uh, a lot of stuff on uh, Hellblazer as okay. well. Yeah. So I actually, I'm, I'm actually, I, I dig Steve Dillon's kind of artwork. I hope right? I come around. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, it's definitely like it's, it's not quite realism, right? Right. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, um, right. Uh, but it, it's, it's very stylized. Uh, but I, I sort of, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I'll give it a try. You know, I'll give it a try. Um, there's definitely there's a couple other things I'd like to get in the omnibus edition, but I mean there's a ton of stuff I'd like to get. Yeah. Um, but um, I just I I broke down and I decided you know what this is this is probably the I best might way to buy do. that Moon Knight omnibus to be honest with you because hunting individual issues is such a pain in the it ass. It really is. Yeah, I mean like I you know I'm still out there hunting Hellblazer issues. I'd like to get all 300 something. You know what I mean? I'd like to eventually get all of Sandman. You know what I yeah. mean? Right, um, right. But fuck, omnibuses are just so easy. The, the Sandman, that the the Sandman stuff is already in story arc graphic novels. Yes, right. So yeah. you can pick that stuff up in in little small bits, or you can go for broke and get a really nice like you know omnibus edition. Right. Um, and I've looked at those, but they're they're pricey. You oh, know the I mean? uh, the Sandman om- omnibus is crazy insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like the the Walking Dead omnibus, also yeah, I, super yeah. super expensive for some reason. Um, I yeah. mean, I, I get why it's it's a popular title, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna pay more for a Sandman, Sandman omnibus than you are for Moon Knight, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I haven't so I haven't looked to see what the Walking Dead omnibus, like the bigger omnibus editions, go for. I have the first like four, and we've talked about this a long time ago. I have like the first four 
um, small hardcover <clears throat> editions. Yeah. And, you know, they're not they're like, you know, like the size of this Punisher. It's it's, you know, not huge. Right. Um, but I've, I so I don't know if I've ever seen one that's like, you know, three, four times the size and they're just capturing like all of those in like. Right. One bigger edition. So I have no idea. Um, it, maybe it could, I've seen the I've seen the Sandman one and it's amazing. It looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, it does look. Uh, I mean, I, and I, I saw. So they put out uh, like some sort of new version of the omnibus for Sandman not that long ago. And I remember being in uh, <clears throat> I think it's called Showcase Comics. Yeah. Right. Uh, up, up in Villanova. Yep. Right. Yep. And, yeah. And uh, 30. Yeah. Or 30. Yeah. 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 A great, great store. If you're yeah, ever yeah. in the area, great store. Um, but yeah, I, I remember uh, it being like, God damn, those look so nice, you know, yep. uh, but not one wanting to, you know, drop like 100 per book. Right. Or, oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was, you know, 150 per book. Um, right. I was like, I still just want every issue of Sandman. Ugh, you know what I mean, it's I such know. a pain in the Ugh. ass. It's so hard. To like just compile all of that stuff. I mean, it's not bad when you have like short run comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when it's like, you know, like a eight or ten issue right. fucking run. Like it's pretty right. easy to get those, those. Uh, you know, I mean, like yeah, you know, like I, I got all of like six pack and do- dog welder, right? Like right. I, I got all of the last Moon Knight uh, thing. I got all of the last few like reiterations of Hellblazer, you know what I mean? Like which, you know, maybe 23 issues or something like that is the most, uh, I got the last run of Lucifer. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, I think I have maybe like 60, 70 Hellblazer comics out of like the 330 or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh. And then you got to keep track of which issues you have, yeah. right? Because uh, it, it, it's just a major pain in the ass. Like being a nerd sucks sometimes. I'm really, yeah, right? I'm really lazy, and even then, it's still pretty tough to like keep up. Like, I mean, especially because I'm lazy. But like my Swamp Thing run, I'm trying to do this that Swamp Thing run. Yeah, I got um, a lot of the uh, Alan Moore Swamp Thing stuff, right? right? Yeah, and uh, I I just I just. I just picked up one on auction and then immediately realized that I already had it. Right. So I had to like, you know, finagle a which, return. Uh, which you know, one? Like, it was like 61. It's way out. But yeah. it was like one of the ones where it's like, it's Swamp Thing on the cover and he's his hand, he's looking at his hand and his hand is wearing like a lantern ring. Mm. So there's, a, right. there's a stretch run where he's like involved with like Adam Strange. Okay. I, I, I assume he's off world. Right. Yeah. And he's involved with like Adam, Adam Strange and Hawkman and Hawkgirl and Green Lantern. Like there's all of this stuff going on. Um, so it's it's pretty interesting. So but I already had it. So I had to return it. Um, but like I've been I've been trying to work on, you know, the first hundred Spider-Man issues. Right. And it's not terribly hard to like just put them in a notebook, you know, note and just be like, this is what I, do- I have or this is what I don't have. Right. And just chase them down. But man. It can be sometimes it can be like even then. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. then you can forget and, you know, miss stuff or, or whatever. Yeah. And it, it doesn't make it better that we're not having comic shows right now. I mean, of course, we're not having comic shows, but right. Nobody's having shows. But, you know, that's not helping. No, for sure. Comic you know? shows are fucking it's comic shows is one of the best 
ways to get fucking back issues, right? Because it's oh, multiple yeah. vendors trying to get rid of the shit that's been sitting in their oh, basement yeah. for fucking ever, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like even when you go to a comic book store, even though they, they have, you know, boxes and boxes of back issues, it's what they think they're going to sell, right? It's yeah. not necessarily all of their back issues, oh, no, right? No. And when you go to comic book shows, it's, you know, a shit ton of back issues and it's multiple vendors. So it's like it's all about the hunt. It's all about the hunt, man. Yeah, for you sure. Know? For sure. I, uh, I definitely miss comic shows. I miss uh, guitar shows. I've, I, it hasn't stopped me from spending money. You know what I mean? But, oh, I totally know yeah, what you mean. It's the worst. It is the worst. I agree. I think I just recently, like I, I've gotten, um, during quarantine or whatever. I mean, I guess if you count all of quarantine, I've gotten like three new guitars, right? That's a lot of guitars. That's a lot of guitars. I know. Um, you know what? Whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, but the, the last one, and you know, I, I wound up doing like a, a trade up scenario. Right. Okay. So like, I felt good about that one. Like I was getting rid of something in my collection that I didn't play to get something in my collection that I wanted. Right. Yeah, yeah, you that's, know what I mean? that's, that's like, actually a really reasonable thing. Yeah. Right. So was that local? <clears throat> yeah, it was local. Uh, okay. met somebody out in gap PA right oh. out towards Lancaster. Right. right. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I had listed something. Basically, uh, my goal was to sell a couple of things in order to fund something, right? Of course, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I had something listed, and you know, I had uh, I had uh, you know, yeah, prices firm, right? Because my price was fair, right? Um, and it's still like somebody's always gonna like offer you like one hundred and fifty dollars left, and it's like, no, dude, like. I, I, I know what I got. Yeah, right. It's like I'm fucking like <laughs> look it up on Reverb. Come back to me. You know what I mean? Like right. it's fifty bucks less than it is on Reverb, right? Right. Because I don't have to pay a credit card fee, right? So, but it is what it is. It's also a sellish market right now, and I get that. Uh, but I was like, you know, you know, would entertain you know trades for Mij Fenders, right? I'm a big Fender Japan uh, fan, so anything that's uh, 1980, you know, the two ish to 1996 Fender made in Japan, Fuji Gen, uh, factory. Those are like some of the best guitars made. So okay. I found a guy that had a, uh, uh, made in Japan Fender and he was willing to trade. And I wow. was like, fuck yeah, I will. I, yes, I want this. I want this strat that I already kind of have, but you know, <laughs> I, I want this one too. So yes, I will trade you this guitar. All right. Yeah. Now I have the same guitar in two different colors, basically. Wait a minute. It, it It's true. Oh, come on. It's Oh, it's funny. I should go to my backpack and, and get like what I'm talking about. Here, hold on. Fucking entertain the audience for two seconds. Oh Pat. man, come on. Like, right. Let me entertain. Me. Let me tell you a story about nothing, about everything. <laughs> about this sweet, sweet moon night. I can't look, this is this is a really nice high volume, like a high quality volume. All of his early appearances. From Werewolf at Night, Defenders, some Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, and guitars. Look at these guitars. See what I'm saying, though? Yeah, we it is. We should put these on the fucking Facebook page. It is basically the same it guitar. It really is the same guitar. I mean, this one's in Dakota Red, and this one's a uh, three-tone, two-tone sunburst. So, um, yeah, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know? Okay. They're, they're they're both 85s as well. And you trade so, but you trade it into it, and you're gonna play them both. You're gonna play yeah. them both yeah. equally. 
I'll, I'll I'll play the 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 sunburst one more, the one I traded for. for sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, you, okay. So which was the one, which one did you have first? Uh, I had this the one. red one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I had the red one first, traded for the sunburst. Right on. And yeah, but yeah, I saw um, I saw a meme once, right? And uh, I think it was uh, for especially for guitar players, is one of the funniest things, right? It was this guy who had like a, a bunch of different guitars, and they were all in surf green, right, as a color. And he's like, I get all my guitars in the same color, so my wife can never really know if I got a new guitar or not. Right? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to do a normal show, or should we just talk wrestling for like an hour? Let's just fucking let's do it, bud. Right, let's buddy. let's get let's get down to it. This is fucking. This show is going out to fucking RC Sizzle Vaz. Fucking we're yeah, like we weren't prepared. I wasn't ready for it, but I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? I'm ready to talk. Finally, do. The wrestling fucking show, okay? I don't know what we're gonna talk about. Oh, we're no, going, easy. Come up, come we're up. going off script, and yeah. that's fine. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I'm in. I'm okay, in. okay, I like that. The wrestling show. Yeah, I mean, you can't. So, when did you first? Uh, when did you first? How old were you? And what was the situation when you first like started? When you first saw wrestling? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was young. I, I was very young. Um, Probably, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, somewhere around right. there, right? Right. And uh, wrestling used to come on on uh, Saturdays. Um, so this was, you know, like, so for some of you kids out there listening to this, you may not realize how special Saturdays Saturday were. Saturday wrestling. Oh, uh, just everything. Yeah. Fucking cartoons, Saturday morning yeah. cartoons. Like the concept of a 24 hour, whenever the fuck you want to watch cartoons, that didn't, didn't exist, exist when right. we were kids. Like you had to wake up and you watched uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Um, and yeah, it, they only played cartoons on TV on Saturday mornings, right? And that's, that's what you did. And then as Saturday morning progressed into Saturday uh, afternoon, you would get other programs. That was equally as awesome. I remember there was a a, 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 a movie block called Samurai yes. Sh- Saturday Samurai Showdown or something, right? And you'd watch like a you know a old kung fu movie from yes, the seventies. Yes. It was fantastic. All right, uh, and then. Um, Wrestling would also come on on Saturdays. Uh, and so my my earliest exposure to watching wrestling was the AWA uh, that came on on Saturday after the uh, Samurai Showdown. Right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. The S- Saturday Samurai Showdown. So I'd watch like cartoons. I'd watch like Kung Fu. Like Saturday was my TV day as a kid. Right. Up until like three o'clock. And then you'd go out and play with your friends. Right. Um, and then, you know, my my. My two best friends growing up, Dave and Tony, uh, you know, they were also into wrestling. Um, so especially uh, Tony, right? Like we would get these wrestling magazines. But that was my first exposure was uh, the American Wrestling Alliance or American okay. Wrestling Association, the AWA. Um, really, uh, the, uh, the 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 fabulous Thunderbirds, uh, the Von Erics uh, were all uh, in there. Fabulous Freebirds. The fabulous Freebirds. Right, 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 right. Yes. Thunderbirds are good too, but yeah, Thunderbirds are great too. But yes, the the fabulous Freebirds, uh, warring with Von Erics, um, Kevin Sullivan. Was part of that. Uh, okay. Um, that's when he had um, what's her face. 
Uh, woman. Woman. Yes. Nancy. Yes. Yes. Is probably his wife at the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. You find out like all this shit out as 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 things go. Like he was really married to her, right? And then she left him for Chris Benoit, and that's a whole other fucking can. And we're of not going to go there. Yeah. Right. 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 It's a whole uh, other can of worms. A whole other fucking can. Oh, off the skate. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. When I was young, it was Saturday mornings, and then I got into uh, the WWF. Right. Yep. Uh, the WWF had Friday and Saturday programming at right. the time. Um, there was like Friday night main event, I think is what it was called or something like that. I can't. I mean, I know that there was the Saturday night main event mm. that was late on NBC. Yes, there was Saturday um, night main event. I don't know event. if there was a Friday too or not. And then there was or like, was it or was it? Yeah, I thought Saturday was during the day or was Saturday night main event? Because remember on Saturdays they had on two NBC's, shows. Uh, they might have had two shows. Right, because on Saturday on NBC's after the news, it would go to Saturday Night Live. Right, right. Um. Which I'm, I, I think it still does, but yeah, that that was then. So, what about you? What was your first exposure to uh, wrestling? Same. I mean, I was like, you know, a kid, and I would watch, you know, cartoons and stuff uh, on Saturdays until like, and I, I don't know. I, I assume that this is because I have several different memories uh, of this, but like um, Saturday mornings around twelve thirty one, uh, the NWA, uh, they're you know. Um, World Championship Wrestling or whatever, whatever yeah. their show was. They yep. had like an hour-long show on Saturday. Yes. Um, and this was like the mid to late 80s, uh, something something in the 80s. Yeah. And I watched a bunch of that, and we watched, uh, I think it was, was WWF Superstars. Yes. Which was like a Saturday or Sunday morning show. Yes, yes. Um, and the main event, whenever it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, which was amazing. Some of the main events, some of the, the the main event stuff was really awesome. Right. Um, I watched. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was where it started. Later on, I watched like uh, ESPN and ESPN two would have like world class and some old AWA reruns. Right. And um, the UWF was on Philly fifty seven at like ten o'clock on a Saturday night. And so, like, I might be somewhere, I don't know, anywhere, and I, I would, you know, finagle my way to turn that on because it was on at, like, 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, which is, like, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, but same same kind of local stuff. I mean, I don't think it sounds like neither of us really had, like, experienced a true, like, regional wrestling promotion. But, of course, we were – most of the regionals were gone by the time that we – Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, were coming up. I mean, I think – even I, I mean, I mean, I remember going to see, um, you know, a show in uh, a really like when I was like 12 or so in a, a, a really small uh, theater by me called the Hammond Civic Center, um, which, you know, like also had like fought in eventually and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was just a small area. Right. And they did MMA shows and stuff later right. on. But I right. remember going to see as a kid, going to see wrestling there and it was the WWF. Like that's where, you know, like I got to see King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It was still a small theater, but the, yeah, the WWE till this day still does smaller non-televised shows. Uh, yeah. n- not now. Right. Because the, right, the right. pandemic. Yeah, right? they, they, they always, everybody's, everybody should be doing house shows, but yeah, they're doing yeah. house shows. Yeah. Yeah. And they were doing them like every day. You right. know what I mean? Like every oh, yeah. day. Uh, the WWF's schedule, and I'm not going to call it WWE. I don't care. Come sue me. I don't give a Yeah, yeah, right, um, right, right. Their schedule, they're like notorious for having like an insane touring schedule. Yeah. Like you're out there like 360 days a year. Yes, it's 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 unbelievable. And you're, you're a 
independent contractor. So you're having to rent your own car. Yeah. You're having to set up your own hotel. Yeah. You're having to do all this travel and stuff for yourself. So like guys would, you know, um, ride together to cut down on the cost or they, you know, they shack up in a hotel together to, to cut down on the cost because that was all coming out of their pocket. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that is, that is up and I think even up until close to now, that is still pretty much how it is, but it was, it's still going to be pretty. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's insane. And yeah, I mean, I just remember just, yeah, just really being into it. Right. Because it was like, it was like watching, you know, superheroes, uh, on TV, right? Like, right. I mean, it, it really was like real life superheroes. Build tough the, guys. Yeah, and like, and these plot lines that you could follow, right? Like, you had, um, you had, you know, who you were supposed to cheer for and who you're not supposed to cheer for. And I think that's one of the times that I really got like my first exposure to like anti heroes, right? You know what I mean? Was sure. was was wrestling, right? Like, and, and I was really drawn and gravitated to that. You know what I mean? There there was something about the road warriors and the legion of doom that I was like, fuck yeah, this yeah, is yeah. fucking, this is, you know, this is definitely. Yeah. And, um, so what was you, when you were growing up, when you were a kid, what was your favorite promotion? Mine was the NWA. I was a fucking, I was NWA fucking hardcore. I mean, I love the WWF too, yeah. but I, I would go NWA over WWF mainly because like the road warriors were there. Yeah. Ric Flair was there. Um, I probably watched more WWF programming. It was um, more readily available. It was far for sure. more readily available. Yes, um, but I, I, I far more enjoyed uh, the NWA's programming. Yeah, um, we would, you know, we would watch the Saturday night. I think it was what, what was their Saturday night show? They had they had the six oh five TBS show. It yeah. was on for two hours um, on Saturday nights, and I would watch. I would watch that because, you know. What was I doing as a kid? Yeah. On a Saturday night, I can't go anywhere. hundred um, percent. So I was watching that and I mean, I, I think the NWA was more to me was something that I more enjoyed um, watching. Although, you know, some of that WWF stuff was like, I mean, the Hogan Savage stuff. Oh, it was great. And I mean, one of my favorite characters of all time, uh, Jake Snake Roberts. Like yeah. I loved Jake Snake. Yeah. He was fucking great. Um, and I mean, and there was so much like crossover. I mean, like I had fucking, you know, like, um, I don't know if, if like, I, you know, I have three, three children, right? I have twin daughters that are going to be eight. And then my boy is, you know, just 14 months. So I really don't know boy toys, what's going on in the, in the world of boy toys very much right now. I think it's pretty, still pretty big wrestling. And there's a lot of Star Wars. Like when I go to Target, I, I look and I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool Star Wars action figure. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. like, yeah, but I like, I know what's going on in the world of girl dolls, right? Like LOL and, and all, <laughs> all that shit, right? Like I, you know, I'm in tune. Right. But I remember like, collecting not collecting but buying toys as a kid right loved yeah. fucking transformer star wars and gi joe and then like all the wrestling toys even though they were the shittiest toys the big rubber figures the big rubber figures that didn't move they would be like it would be like brutus the barber beefcake in one pose yeah and like you'd be like well i can make him do a fucking elbow drop and you could buy a ring you could get a ring for these yes. fucking figures that didn't do anything yes. oh it is the worst toys they were the right? worst but i remember the uh the crossover between uh gi joe and sergeant slaughter yes oh uh, that that sergeant slaughter action figure was one of the best action figures ever so like uh talking go going back to Jake the Snake Roberts real quick. Um yeah. who are a couple of wrestlers whose careers you think 
would have been better or elongated had they not engaged in so much uh, drug abuse. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Jake Snake Roberts obviously pops to mind. Um, Scott Hall, right? Uh, fucking, I loved Razor Ramon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just that. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah it's just the fucking way he would come on a mic, right? Uh, uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, right? Okay. Uh, for sure, right? Um, uh, I, I mean, I would, uh, like, almost any of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. literally almost any yeah, Hall, Road Warrior Hawk. Yeah. For yeah. sure, right? Like, not only, you know, not talking about, you know, like, the, these guys passing away because of these 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 drug problems, right? Right. But just the, you know, the, the time that, that Hawk was gone. Right, but that's not, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, Hawk's one who, um, his drug abuse became more apparent, and then he kind of went out on his own. Right. And then he came back, and then, like, WWF did that whole angle with him, like, being drunk or whatever and it was like that's that's not cool dude yeah right that's not cool right um but but yeah i mean his his kind of became obvious when they made an angle out of it yes um i guess let me see i let me gotta think about this uh maybe kurt angle sure i really love kurt angle he's a, he was a, a phenomenal olympic wrestler and he was yeah. a, he was he became a really great wrestler a, pro, a great professional wrestler um, he, he had fun gimmick, you know, he'd have it like a fun, corny, yeah. over the top gimmick. And I thought that worked for him. And he was also a great wrestler. Um, but he lost a huge chunk of time getting hurt and then getting hooked on you know, painkillers. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so him, um, I mean, Gino Hernandez, just because of that, I mean, not just because, but, um, you know, primarily because of that one, you know, dark side of the ring. Yeah. Um, I didn't see him. He was probably dead before I really got too far into wrestling. Sure. So I never really see, I, I never really saw any of his stuff in, I, I, I don't know if it was all in world class or if there was some stuff that was before, whatever the promotion was before it. I don't know. Um, but that like Texas area. Yeah. Right. Um, so oh, that, shit, all the Von Eriks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, all, I mean, even all if, except for Kevin, right. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Kevin's the only one that's survived. Alive, well, yeah. yeah, right, right. But and he seemed like there was some sort of uh, special on Kevin Von Erich or the Von Erichs in general, right? And uh, maybe it was a dark side of the ring. I can't remember. Uh, but I mean, he, even Kevin faded. It, Kevin was probably my favorite when, like, the Von Erichs were alive when Kerry was alive and and um, uh, Dave. Uh, the Kevin was definitely my favorite of the Von Erich brothers, right? Um, his his just like that high flyer style barefoot barefoot. Going the yeah that was dope it was really dope. worked I the was, claw hold yeah i was yeah. in on it dude yeah. i was in on it for sure for sure i never saw mike mike was the one who um was kind of the maybe bigger of the three bigger taller yeah 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 um, he was, was always the most stacked yes um but mike was also pretty sure it was mike who was really like over and the yellow rose of Texas. Yeah. He was pegged to be the next world's champion. Yep. If he wanted it, yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. um, there are matches with him and Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, but then he, his death was weird, weird and accidental. And yep. It's just crazy. Right. And then you think, you know, by the time that, that Carrie Von Eric made it to the WWE is like missing a foot. Yeah. 
which is totally weird. It's insane, right? It's like, so weird. It's it's just crazy what happened. I mean, you could do an entire show on just the Von Erich family. Just Kerry Von Erich's foot. Yeah. <laughs> we do a whole show on just his foot. Just his foot. How he lost his big toe, then his middle toe. Right. Right? <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I loved uh, the Von Erichs. I, I loved what I thought was really great in wrestling when we were growing up and I, and I, I feel like it's really slipped off. Not that I watch much wrestling today. You know okay. what I mean? Like if it's on, I'm not going to turn it off, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't follow it too much. Um, man, tag team wrestling was awesome back in the day. Yeah. It does not hold a candle today. Um, um I mean, the WWF has always been kind of meh with their tag teams. Yes. I yeah, mean, a lot sure. of them have, I mean, we were talking about this on a show a couple of shows ago about the, that time period in the early eighties in the NWA with like Rick Steamboat and, you know, Jay Youngblood and um, sure. Sergeant Slaughter and Don Carnotal and stuff yeah. and how they just awarded the belts to somebody because they just totally stopped caring about yeah. the tag team belts. Right. It's like, well, everybody's taking a turn. I mean, Japan is probably the only ones who have done a really good job of like actually caring about tag team wrestling and trios wrestling and yeah. maybe Mexico too, but, but yeah, um, there was, there was a, there was a, there was a small time in the WWF where they cared about tag team wrestling, right? Like where you, I mean, to at least where you had people that were stars as a tag team, right? Before, before they decided to break up the rock and roll express, right? Like Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, right? Uh, Midnight rockers. Yeah, the Midnight Rockers. Yeah, yeah, right. Shit. Who was the Rock and Roll Express? Um, the Rock and Roll Express was Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton. Yes. They were in the NWA. Yes, yes. For the longest time. They were right. all over the place, but... But you remember, like, uh, the Bushwhackers? Yeah. Right, the Dudley Boys? Yeah, but they're not... That's not the same time period now. No. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They, 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 they wouldn't they, they, they weren't... They didn't wrestle together. This was like... No, this was... Uh, the WWF had a strong... I feel like a strong tag team movement in like the early 90s, right? Late right. 80s, Demolition, early... the Heart Dem- Foundation. Yeah, right. Maybe exactly. the British Bulldogs if they were still around. Yeah, the British Bulldogs were awesome, right? Like, uh, they really were. And, right. then, and then Legion of Doom, right? Legion of Doom. And maybe they, they put together a stronger tag team thing because they got... The Road Warriors, they right. got the Legion of Doom, right? right? And they're like, let's fucking, let's build out something for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah instead of them being an attraction for the most part. But, I mean, they weren't they weren't necessarily a, 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 an attraction for the most part. But, I mean, they kind of were. But, um, you know, they were AWA Tag Team Champions for a while. Yeah. Um, then they moved into the NWA. Yep. and um, So, they were around. Um they didn't win the NWA tag titles until like 88 or 89 or something. They took them, you know, they, they never needed those belts. So, right. Right. You know. Well, and plus the Steiners were fucking just a solid team in there anyway. Right. Like, I mean, like depends on the time frame. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah. I mean, early on the Steiners weren't even in wrestling. Like when the road warriors were right. You know, first out, um, they were still probably in college or whatever. Right. Um, but like later on, you know, later on by the, by the, you know, by the late eighties, it was right. definitely a, and then plus around. you had, yeah, you had aspects of like the four horsemen, right? Like, I mean, I, that, that's also something that I missed from that era of wrestling, like the stable, right? right? Like you don't get much stable, good like, stables. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I no think the, the last really good stable was, um, I don't know what it was in the WWF. I, I don't know what it was called, but it was, it was, it was Ric Flair, it was Triple H, it was Batista, and it was um, oh, uh, Evolution. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, it's Evolution. Right. That was the last good stable, well, in what my about opinion. The, what, about, what about the Shield? I've, they're, they're a recent yeah, stable. Yeah, and like, but they didn't have like, 
There are only three guys, though. There are only three guys, right? And, like, Seth Rollins is a strong performer. Roman Reigns is meh, right? Yeah. And Dean, Dean Ambrose was entertaining, right? But never a good worker. You know what I mean? Like, you never yeah, he watched— he just wants to do, like—he just wants to do, like, um, you know— Weird hardcore stuff. Yeah, right, right. But he's not even good at that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, yeah. he's not fucking Sandman or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I bought it from Sandman. I didn't buy it from Dean Ambrose. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, the, well, the New Day has three people, uh, but they're they're stable. Yeah, I guess they're stable, right? Pretty like, solid. But still, I, yeah. Not top tier. Not top tier. Not top tier. No. No, uh, singles, although, no, uh, no top tier singles, singles wrestler out of that group. Sorry, Biggie. Kobe Kingston, maybe like he uh, won the yeah, world. Kingston team. didn't have a run where he made it. Um, yeah, and then they totally made him look like a fool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when they were just making their champions yeah. look like fools. I do like the New Day, though. I mean, like as right. far as like you know modern day stables go, like very I probably very, I like I like them better than the uh, the Shield for sure. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, the Shield, like the storyline of the Shield, like uh, it was also kind of boring, right? Like whenever it's just a stable of guys and like they're fucking badass. Well, they were. Like, why were, uh, they they had something to do with um, CM Punk for a, a little bit there early on. They were like, um, like his bodyguards or something. Yeah, right, right. That which was is, which thing. is good. I mean, that yeah. seems like a fun. That oh, there was like the fun, cheer squad, right? Oh, yeah. the spirit Jesus. squad, spirit, spirit squad, squad, spirit squad. That's what it was. Oh, so they're fucking terrible. And then what's his face had a had a had a fucking stable of dudes. Um, from NXT. Um, what, the Nexus? Yeah, the Nexus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was decent, I guess, but it's it wasn't the Four Horsemen, it was right? Interesting. It was interesting, but it was poorly booked yes. in that, like, you know, a couple weeks later, like, they had John Cena just destroy all of them. He, like, yes. just ran and, through and it was all like, of them. And it was like, why? And that was, like, that That was the purpose of a stable. A stable generally wasn't a stable of good guys, right? Like, every once in a while, you'd get the mega powers or whatever, you know what I mean? And they would they would band together to answer the call to fight some fucking yeah. evil. But generally, it was fucking, it was the, the four horsemen. It was the or fuck, dudes. It, Yeah, it, they were just fucking, like, they would just fuck with Dusty Rhodes, right? right? Like, it'd be the four horsemen, and, like, Ric Flair would be wrestling Dusty Rhodes for the heavyweight title, and then, like, Telly Blanchard would get involved, and then you'd, they'd be like, it's basically four on one, and that's the purpose <laughs> of a fucking stable. That's the stable story. But Barry Windham. He's coming into the ring Yeah, now. right. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. There's Nikita Kola for some odd reason. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, fucking nobody cared, but, it, the, but that was the story. Like, it was coming over that adversity that the stable brought to the table, right? right? Right. Like, I don't feel like the shield ever really accomplished that. You know okay. what I mean? Like, and like, you know, like the spirit squad or Nexus, they would try to accomplish that. Right. But then John Cena would fucking Hulk out and just murder all of them. Right. So you'd be like, this is, I have no emotional. It's like, fuck these guys. Classic right. Classic little Cena wins moment. Right. But like evolution was good. Yeah. Right. Like the, you know, like it would be like fucking, you know, Batista would come in while the referee was distracted, power bomb somebody right. through the fucking floor right and like fucking then Triple H would win and you'd be like oh you fucking Triple H oh yeah. you Randy Orton the fucking RKO out of nowhere out of nowhere, right? out of yeah. nowhere. oh my god uh, the, the angle with Batista and Triple H when he I think he won was it the Royal Rumble he won the Royal Rumble and they wanted him he was he had his choice of who he would challenge for the, the heavyweight title Triple H wanted him to I guess uh 
fight the Raw champion, whoever that was. Maybe right. it was Cena. I don't know. Right. Um, and then Batista decided not to, and there was like the famous like. Oh, thumbs, the thumbs down, down moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like that was Randy Orton because it was Randy oh, they Orton. Did that to Orton first. Yeah, right. Because Randy Orton was on Batista's shoulders. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you. But did that was it. a different. That was even a different one. There yeah. was there was one where like uh, Batista did. He did a thumbs down later on. I think that was later on. It was I think like that a, may like have been like back. answer. Yeah, yeah. callback to that, right? Because then Batista yeah, fucking remember that where they dumped Randy they dumped Orton. Orton. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Orton was like Orton was like champion, and they didn't. You know, Triple yeah. H didn't want him being champion, right? Because Triple H was supposed to be champion, yeah. right? And like yeah, that yeah. thing. And like, what a great fucking, what a great face turn that was for Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, He's still but, really young. Yeah, yeah. Not the uh, not the. Uh, Fucking whatever viper he is, right? right. Like, right, yeah, right. like whatever. Randy Orton's. I, I like Randy Orton. Is he's a dirty good, pit he's, snake. He's Randy a good. Orton. He's a good worker. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and yeah, but it, it, it's hard. Like for me, like nowadays, there's not too many wrestlers that connect on that sort of level, right? It's almost like all like. I, I was gonna say fake, right? But it's it's all well, it, 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 it has it has become more embraceable as fake. As yes. like contrived. Yes. Right. Um, the Internet has made it that way, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So to, to that point, yeah, it is. It is more fake now, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's like you, you kind of you know what I mean? It's like uh, at some point it, it probably started to fade. Right. Like in, in my uh, opinion. Right. Like sometime towards like the end of the attitude era or, or something like that. Right. Where it got fucking. One one fucking Vince Russo is just fucking doing whatever. Yeah, I mean, like maybe the the brawl for all or whatever that was. You remember oh, that? That was terrible. Oh my god, that was so bad. Yeah, yeah, so fucking bad. I think they had high hopes for it being like a like a like a real like kind of boxing competition, and then like the guy that they wanted to win. Got clocked. I forget who. I forget who it was. It was, uh, was Doctor Death. Death. Yeah, it was Doctor uh, Death. Steve Williams. They yeah. wanted him to win, and he got he got clocked by Barkon. Yeah, and then to punish Barkon, they made him fight Butterbean. Yeah, um, and Butterbean fucked him up. Yes, it was it was bad, yeah. right? Which is like so they they punished Barkon, right? Like so the whole thing, you know, is like Vince Russo fucking uh didn't like jbl right okay and jbl was talking about how he could whoop any man in the fucking dressing room right so like russo put that all together basically for fucking dr death right to fucking beat the shit out of jbl okay right but then fucking uh bart fucking bart gun knocks out fucking dr death out of nowhere you know what i mean (laughs) and that fucked the whole thing it fucked the whole thing i remember like watching a thing and and, uh jim Cornette was like he was like this fucking idiot this dr death was going to be the next biggest thing right Right. like and he was a fucking great guy gonna get there yeah after all this and fucking Vince Russo with one fucking stupid idea let's have our fucking wrestlers fight for real and every fight looked like absolute trash <laughs> it garbage like it did like fucking shit. horrible shit yeah yeah these guys don't know how to box yeah you know what I mean like they're, they're just tough throwing as shit yeah, yeah. Haymakers and just stuff. fucking horrible haymakers yeah, it was pretty bad yeah, I, I agree. That was pretty awful. I mean, there's been some, you know, uh, over the years, there's been, you know, terrible booking everywhere. Um, pretty awful booking. Yes. Um, so there's not not a lot of good gimmicks left nowadays either. You know what I mean? Not that, not that you, you know, like, I mean, 
granted, in the 80s, everything was a gimmick, right? Like, fucking, you had But they tug, did have some over-the-top gimmicks, though. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Yeah, you, now, now they really don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fucking, you know, you, you, in the 80s, you had, like, a wrestler for every profession, you know what I mean? Regardless of if it was a good idea or not. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, remember fucking Tugboat? Like, Tugboat was never going to win a match. You know what I mean? Oz, yeah, right? Can one of Kevin Nash's early gimmicks, Oz, when he was in uh, WCW, it was it was terrible. Oh, yeah, it was fucking. I think he actually came out with, like, the like a gray beard, like, you know, Merkin or whatever. Yes, yes. And he would, like, do the thing. He would, like, wrestle, like. Dude, come on. It's like, what is going on? I did like uh, I did like Leaping Lanny Popoff, though. Poffo. Leaping yeah. Lanny Poffo. Yeah. He was fucking great. Well, so so he was there was. um. Well, hello, hockey. Um, The Poffo family was doing like outlaw shows in like the Memphis area back in the day. Really? They were. I, I, uh, it was primarily like. um. The dad. So it was, it was Randy and Lanny. Yeah. And then there was there was the dad, Angelo Poffo. Yes. And Angelo was he was he was getting older as a wrestler and he basically wanted to have something for the, the you know, his sons to do. And so they were but they they couldn't get in on anybody else's like territory. So he they were like running their own outlaw shows and like calling out other promotions. And um, that's awesome. I think. Who was the other one? There was uh, whatever that whatever territory was like that Kentucky, that Memphis area that was um, Jerry Jarrett's territory. I think I think primarily uh, it was Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Who was the, the baby face. Yeah. Right. In right. The territory. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that was AWA. No, no, no. This is this. This is a, a Memphis territory thing. It was I think it was like the CWA or something like okay. that. It was it was a it was a. It was a territory separate from the AWA was primarily like Minnesota, that northern area. Um, they did do crossover stuff towards the end of like the AWA's right. existence. Sure. Um, but this was its own. This is definitely its own um, territory. Right. And so like the, the Pafos were running like their own promotion, essentially. And then until they could finally get him talked into something else. He they Is they, that how Randy broke out? Like, did Randy break out from there? Uh, he... He started to develop the Macho Man gimmick. Okay. And he ended up in that that Continental Wrestling Association or what I think that's what they called it, the Jerry Jarrett's promotion. Uh. And he kind of was just this wild, you know, he was just nuts and he he was he was like Randy Savage. Yeah, right. Essentially, like at eleven, you know, dialed sure. to eleven. Sure. Um he did a little bit of tagging with his brother, but he kind of did you know, got off on his own and um, and that was a uh, I'm trying to remember all the guys that were in there in that time, like um, the Rockers did have a very uh, oh the Rockers. They yeah, were very sure. early in yes. their infancy, but they they did some stuff in in Jared's promotion. Um, but that after that, that was when Savage left and went to um, the WWF. Right. Um, because they couldn't really find anything for him and they they they, they wouldn't. There was something there was some sort of weird heat in the Jarrett in Jarrett's promotion where he wasn't going to get an opportunity. I don't know why. Probably because all the shit talking they were doing. Sure. Um, But yeah, so his he and his brother tagged in like Memphis in like the early to mid 80s, really early on before Savage developed the Macho Man gimmick and kind of went on his own. 
Nice. So that's yeah. Yeah. As all, I, I, the, both both of them were great workers. Lanny and Randy were fucking. Yeah, I never really saw a lot of Lanny Poffo and and um, I mean, Savage. Savage is a phenomenal yeah. worker. I mean, you know, he's got there's like a solid, easy, solid decade of work from him that it was just outstanding. Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, I remember Lanny Poffo from like WWF gimmicks, you know, right when he was leaping Lanny. But at that point, I feel like he was just there to get, you know, as a favor to, to Randy Savage. Like hire my brother, right? He'll be a jobber. He'll be a job guy. He'll be a job guy, but he'll get his own entrance. He'll be the job guy who gets his own entrance. So what? Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you want to do? Like your best, your favorite wrestler, or your favorite show, or what do you? What do you? Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's do a top five. Top five wrestlers. Top five wrestlers. Yeah, just top five. Yeah, yeah. Make oh, it. Man. Make it interesting. Man. Yes. Oh, I really got to think about this. Um, uh, I mean, I guess Hulk Hogan, just for his impact in the business. Okay. His 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 early '80s stuff in um in the AWA was was pretty fun. Like, I don't think he gets a lot of credit for that. Like, uh, Vergania really like messed up on that one because he wouldn't put the belt on Hogan. Right. And so then Hogan left, and they basically <clears throat> drove him out of business. Um, because they wouldn't put the belt on him. And there was like two, there was like two shows in like that, that Minneapolis area where Hogan won and like beat Nick Bockwinkle, but then they overturned it. And there was like near riot, you know what I mean? Because they took the belt back off of him and then Hogan didn't want it. And any like Hogan, they wouldn't put the belt on him. So he left and he had a run and you know, he really popularized wrestling. Um, I I really love the Midnight Express as a tag. Um, big fan. They just had such a great run as heels. Sure. For the longest time. Right. Uh, everybody loves Jim Cornette. Just admit it. Um, love Jim Cornette. One of the, I mean, they're they're clearly they're one of the best tag teams of all time. Absolutely. I don't I don't know you know who is the you know the best, but they definitely belong. Bobby Eaton at minimum belongs there yes you know what i mean um those guys were great um man who else all my people are going to be like re, they're, they're probably all going to end up being like rather recent um i mean rick flair has to be there rick flair has to be there he wasn't the greatest worker but he was. You I know. feel like Ric Flair's matches with uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, though, are like legendary. Yes, they are. They are really. Yeah, good. they they yeah, really are. Yeah, like it, th- those are some amazing works. Elevated, elevated Sting, elevated Barry Windham. Yes, yes, hundred um, uh, percent. Tried to elevate Luger, but Lex Luger was terrible. Right. Um. Yeah, he he did so much. Um, I love the Road Warriors. I'm always going to love the Road Warriors. Right. Um, 
they're just the whole gimmick was just so far. It's just so out there. And I loved it. Um, and geez. I guess Savage. I really I really liked Savage. I really like Randy Savage. He, he had great runs. Um, they did a lot of work uh, in the 90s, really getting him like bring him in as a as a heel every all the managers wanted his services he's a heel <clears throat> he, he gets he goes on with elizabeth they he's a, a great heel yes uh great matches against tito santana georgie animal steel ricky steamboat um even savage's ricky steamboat matches are oh they're unbelievable awesome stuff. yeah unbelievable um gets into it with hogan turns face with hogan i mean yep then he's like um, then they were, you know, then they get, they got to the period where like by the early to mid nineties and Vince McMahon was trying to force him out of wrestling. Essentially, they were trying to have him do like, he was just doing commentary and stuff. Um, like the first time, uh, well, I don't know if it was the first time flair was, was there, but it was around that time period where like he wasn't, you know, they were trying to like get him out of wrestling and then he left and went to WCW and had a run there. Um, so you know, pretty easy five. I mean, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely got Ric Flair. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, legend fucking, you know, I, I always look at like, you know, being a great worker is, is awesome, but also being able to be good on the mic is equally oh, yeah, as important sure. to me uh, in wrestling. Right. So, uh, definitely Ric Flair, in, in my top five for sure. Uh, the Road Warriors, again. I mean, this is fucking... How do you not love the Road Warriors? Right. Fucking Doomsday Device may be the best finisher of all time, right? Like, I mean, it's 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 so simple, but it's so amazing. And you bought it every it's, time. It's scary to look at, dude. Yeah, yeah. You bought it yeah. every time. Like, it was... It was... It, it was super, super good. Um, we talked about it, mentioned him a few times, right? But uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat loved Ricky oh, the Dragon okay, cool, Steamboat. Cool. Yeah, he was. Uh, That's cool. He was. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, I thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're hard pressed to ever find a, a, a Ricky the Dragon Steamboat match and and not be like, wow, that was a really good match, right? Not the best on the mic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not right. the best on the mic, uh, but always a good wrestler. Um, uh, I am a huge uh, Jake the Snake Roberts fan. Okay, uh, I thought the DDT was like one of the best uh, moves ever. Are you, fantastic! It made sense. It made sense. The short armed clothesline made sense. Yeah, it was it was really really good. He was a good worker, good on the mic too. Yeah. Right, like a uh, great character, good on the mic. Um, and then rounding out, uh, my favorites, um, probably, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. Uh, one of the funniest dude, one of the, one of the first guys to be like satirically funny on yeah. the mic and, and, you know, again, good worker, didn't have an amazing, uh, finishing move, right? No. Like, yeah, I mean, like no. it was a uh, pretty boring, right? Um, but I don't uh, even know what it was. It was a pile driver. Was it, was it a pile driver? Yeah. Yeah. And like not anything special either. Yeah, I mean like okay. a Jerry Lawler style pile yeah, driver, yeah, like, just that fallback sit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, the sit down pile driver, right? The 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 Mister Wonderful Paul Orndorff uh, pile driver. Um, the so many people had the pile driver as their finisher, right? Uh, he may have went to something else later in his career yeah, too. Like a sleeper yeah. hold or something. Yeah, maybe. Know. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely say that that. Uh, 
that that rounds out my top five. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to have a top five, right? It yeah, really is. There's so many guys that you love on top of it, right? You know? Like, yeah. I, I didn't mention the Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. Oh, fucking Junkyard Dog. So good, right? Jun- Junkyard Dog was another guy who flamed out because of drugs. You yes. know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, nobody wants to admit to that, but he definitely... He definitely packed on the weight and slowed down. And, you know, as he got all drugged up in the, I don't even know when, uh, late 80s. I don't even know for sure. Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, one of the things I would encourage people to do is to check out like YouTube for old wrestling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, You can easily find uh, long strings of um like world championship wrestling like the nwa oh yeah uh, mid-south which yeah. is excellent stuff smoky mountain wrestling fucking um, smoky mountain in the yeah. 90s yep you can find uh the smoky mountain you can't uh well you can find some of that i, I don't know if you can find like long runs of it no i don't think you find long runs but you could definitely find some stuff some of the promotion stuff, yeah yeah. Well, yeah it's definitely good stuff for sure but you'd find like awa stuff which was fantastic yeah. in the uh early 80s right for sure uh, NWA, early WCW. There's there's plenty of that shit to be found. There's a YouTube video. It's a it's probably like five hours long. Um, no lie, but it's a basically like a history of the wrestling territories, where they go through um, the regional, the big regional territories. Uh, you know, when did they start? Did they change hands? Did the title change? Did, you know, were the naming of something different? Who were like the famous people that were in the promotion? Right. You know, um, really educational. If you're you are interested in hearing about re- professional wrestling, like prior to the 80s, when there were more promotions, like more regional promotions. Right. Um, just to understand how regional um, how the territory system worked. You know what I mean? It's a it's a fascinating business. It, it really is. It really is. And uh, even to this day, I mean, it's still it's still just fucking an interesting thing, and it's it's definitely it's it's a unique piece of Americana, right? right? That is, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, to a certain point, point, you know, essential to the American story, uh, and it, it, it's something that's uniquely American. Professional wrestling, yeah, it, yeah. It, it transcends cultures. Sure, it's huge in Japan, right? right. You know, I mean, it's huge in Mexico. Right. right. Uh, you know, what I mean, and, and other places as well. Uh, you know, it's 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 Canada. Right. You know, like there's, you know, huge wrestling spots in Canada. Uh, but I mean, uh, you know, and and the UK, there's I mean, there's wrestling all over the right. world. Right. Right. But it really became I think it really, really took off with like the WWF. Yeah. The, the, the global appeal of any particular territory started with like the WWF. Yes. When right. they when they went national and then went global, um it became like this big, you know, big deal. Right, cuz right. it's it's the New York territory, right? It was, it was originally yeah, yeah, it was right. the New York territory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then uh the, uh and, and Vince McMahon senior was very uh uh, respectful of the idea of territories and things like that. Where Junior Vince McMahon not as much, right? No, no, and I I don't know you know, when he bought the territory from his dad, I mean, he had to buy the territory from his dad. Yeah. And when he bought the territory, he went on like a huge spending spree. So like, yeah, he had an idea and he, you know, you had to kind of, I mean, I guess you had to invest to a degree into it. I mean, they didn't get, the guys didn't have health insurance. They didn't, they couldn't, you know, they had to pay for their all their own traveling and everything like that. But um, he invested in, in like picking some of the best wrestlers from the, 
all of the territories <clears throat> and putting them into his promotion uh, where he just had like all of these stars, but then all the other territories had less stars. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, so in them going national, it, it like bled a lot of a lot of the other territories out and put some of them out of business. But but yeah, they were they were I mean, like. There were no Japanese um, organizations that were that had like appeal in Europe or in the States. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. I yeah. mean, nobody cared that much. Right. Um, but same thing for like like England and Germany who have had wrestling or, or you know, promotions there. No one ever saw any of that on TV in yeah. the States. Yeah. Right. You're more likely to see something from Canada or Mexico than right. you would any of that. So. Yeah, I agree. Well, fucking we could go on and on. We could go on but forever, we can't. but we can't. Yeah. But we've talked for a while about yeah. wrestling. I think we've we've exercised the demon. Just a broad overview. We got a, we gotten that out of our system. Yes. A hundred percent. So fucking, you know, I think I think it was it was fun to talk about wrestling and it's fun to take a fucking go down memory lane and talk about our favorite wrestlers and all that shit. And it's it's, again, such a unique part of, of my childhood growing up and sure. fucking wrestling and being into it and all that. Right. So, um, yeah. But I think that's about all the time we have for today. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for fucking leaping off the top rope with <laughs> us tonight. And uh, for myself and... Oh, for Patrick Banus. Mr. Patrick Banus, we just want to say, what you gonna do, brother? social brother. Yeah. Hey, yo, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. The crime, the cream. Oh, deuces. deuces. The cream. Deuces to the top. <laughs>